0: Welcome to how to build a tent, we are going to cover the a little bit more short, the little shorter, the little less time Michigan hearing, which was actually a lot more interesting to me than the Arizona hearing and the Pennsylvania hearing because those other two were just with Republican state representatives or state senators. But this one in Michigan was had two, I believe, Democrat Congress ladies or Congress, Congressman, Congress lady, or representatives. I think it was. I think there was senators, uh, state senators. Uh, and so there was pushback, and to me that legitimized it more, especially because there was a lot of witnesses that actually knew more than the people that were on the bench that were paneling and questioning them and it, i thought it was just a fantastic interview so there's and there's also a few uh, interesting things take away. i have some screenshots for you and also guys i have you see we a couple of shows ago we had cnn admitting how trump can win and now we have cnn reporting on smartmatic and talking about how it's a venezuelan company i'm kidding you not cnn is doing more than foxes it's amazing it's absolutely amazing. So we're going to get to that today. It's a great show. Welcome to the show. Thank you for everyone who's sharing the show. Thank you for all the new viewers, new listeners. You guys are amazing. All the new subscribers. Thank you so much. If you want to subscribe to our network, the FLF Network, the Network.com, we are proclaiming the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life, politics, business, economics, music, art, all that good stuff. And if you want to be a part of what we're doing, if you want to be part of what the Lord is blessing and growing, then you can come and be a member with us. You get great content. You'll get an HTBT mug if you put in HTBT in the show notes or in the code when you log in and subscribe. And you will uh, be helping us as we get this message out, encourage people, and have a platform when we get deplatformed platform because this battle's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. I made a reference to yesterday, maybe that we haven't heard of Gene. We haven't seen Gina Haspel in a while. I'm now starting to see the rumors going around. It's rumors. None of my sources have confirmed it. All my sources want to stay far away from this as much as possible. But she might be in jail. Gina Haspel might be arrested. That's what I've been hearing, which is kind of interesting. All right. So let's get right into the notes. I'm going to just pull up my notes. I know this is very not classy. Not classy. Makes me think of that office episode where, <laughs> um, but there are some things in here. I wonder if you can see them or not. I'm gonna try to um, blow this up. So I wanna, there's a, a few good visuals that I w- was hitting. And like, cause these are so long, it's hard to remember everything that goes on because, and a lot of it is repetitive, which is good because we want to verify the witnesses. And if these people are swearing affidavits and their stories sound similar, Then, Hey, guess what? (laughs) Maybe their story is true. We had the same guy that was testifying in the Arizona testimony yesterday and or the day before, and he made the point and he was really driving home. And I thought it was really good that why are these voting systems storing our votes as decimals instead of whole numbers or integers as they, um, format them in coding An integer is a whole number one vote is a whole number. If you have 10 people who voted that's 10 votes that that's 10 whole numbers you don't need to put 10.0 and you definitely wouldn't need to do a 0.7 or a 0.6 because there are no votes in this contest there's no votes in this election that are partial votes we did away with that a long time ago uh you know we used to do that with black people But no, every citizen of the United States gets one full vote. So why would the program, why would the code have the storage of the number, which should just always be one or two or three or four, depending on how many people are voting? Why is it a decimal point? There's no purpose for that unless you're weighting the votes. So you're giving certain votes more weight or less weight than other ones. So if you one vote for one candidate is 0.7 you're taking 30 percent of the vote away from them and as that multiplies and adds up 10 votes counted at a weight of 7.7 0.7 is less than 10 votes that are counted as one full vote and you see as it starts scaling and scaling that those percentage points make a big difference and we've seen that before they also brought up again the six thousand vote switch, and I totally spelled this wrong. I wasn't even—I wasn't per. Uh, I know I'm a bad speller, guys, and this is the truth: is if I spell something wrong, I don't even bother. As long as I know I can pronounce it correctly when I'm talking to you guys, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to show this stuff. I'm not going to show you my notes, and so I don't really worry about spell check. But um, uh, but luckily this is just a grammar a grammar underline. Uh, but here I am showing my sloppy notes. 6,000 vote switch. Remember that? I know it's so hard. They, this is what came out of that too, is the only reason they found the 6,000 votes that were going for Biden that were really for Trump, that is the glitch quote unquote, where the machine counted Trump votes for Biden. The only reason they found it is because the county went for Biden, but it was a Trump, it was a conservative county and it, no one believed it. That was the only reason they found these votes now apply that to all these other counties who are not as red or as conservative how many other votes would they find in michigan remember this system and this software is used through the whole state and other states too oh my goodness and then they talk about having several um, ballot dumps and this is what i really wanted to show you guys if you are listening on the podcast i would highly recommend you going over to youtube and watching this and this is one of the slides that they had. and this was absolutely fascinating. We see four large dumps of spikes within two hours and 38 minutes. And what the witness was testifying to was that within that time frame of two hours and 38 minutes, the capacity of the scanners, that is how many votes that you could put through the scanner in two hours and 38 minutes, because there's a maximum, right? You can't put an infinite amount of ballots into the scanner at one time. You could put one at every maybe two seconds or three seconds or four seconds. And then, so that's probably two every 10 seconds. So you could figure out roughly by the manual and by experts on how many ballots you can put through in amount of time. And they came up with the number that the most ballots that can be scanned with the scanners that were available at these different counties in the two hours and 38 minutes was 94,867. That was the capacity, that was the max. That means if they had more than 94,867, they would not be able to scan more than 94,867 in two hours and 38 minutes. So no matter how many ballots they had, that was the max amount that you would be able to scan in during that time. But when you look at the spikes, In these counties, within two hours and 38 minutes, it totaled 384,733 ballots. The maximum capacity is 95,000. And they scanned in, quote unquote, 385,000. That's 290,000, a little less. I'm rounding the numbers for those of who are listening and can't see this, but for those of you listening, you have the exact numbers. I'm rounding to make it make sense to people who don't have the visuals, because numbers are hard when you don't have visuals. 290,000 more votes were scanned in than the maximum capacity. That means that 290,000 votes were scanned in in some other improper way. And if you remember, if you've been paying attention, these machines have the ability to take USBs and put those USB cards into the machine and add votes to move around votes. What is going on? And from my recollection, Joe Biden did not win Michigan by 290,000 votes. Right there flips Michigan. And just to show you to just to show you the side that we're fighting against and how they don't care about the truth. They hate the truth. They don't want these people's votes to count. They want the illegal votes, the made up votes, the dead people's votes, the illegal votes to count more than your votes, which is what is happening here. Because the Democrats on the panel at this point said, this is all conjecture. This is all guessing. You have no facts. Show me the evidence. That's what we've been hearing. There's been no fraud. There's been no coup. There's been no stealing of this election. Show me the evidence. This, my friends, is not conjecture. Conjecture and guessing would be how many of those votes were for, well, you can't even say that because they all went for Joe Biden. 289,000 votes. Plus, beyond the maximum capacity in that time, were entered into the system in a non-approved format, in an illegal format. These machines aren't allowed to take in votes and take in data dumps in any way possible. They're supposed to solely count ballots, but they're not just solely counting ballots. And the Democrats not curious, the Democrats not ashamed, not embarrassed for being associated with a party that's doing this. No, they were trying to spin it as like everyone else. It's conjecture. It's despicable. Remember, the mantra for the longest time was the right thought the left was wrong. The left thinks the right is evil. It is time for us to realize that it is the left that is evil. They're not going to be convinced by logic. They're not going to be convinced by data. But they despise the truth because they despise the truth. They despise God. They despise Jesus Christ. They don't want him as Lord of their lives. They don't want him on the platform. They don't want to live by Judeo-Christian principles. So why would we ever think that they would want to accept and be joyful and want to live by the truth and live in the light of the truth. They don't, they reject it. They hate it. And that's what this is. Someone else was able to see the Absent and balance connect had a Wi-Fi router name. This was a document, a Detroit absentee voter counting board. This is how the system was connected through routers. And the routers connected to a system that was hardlined through an Ethernet cord to modems when they're not supposed to be connected to the internet. I feel like we have all learned, if you've been listening to the show for a while, we've been going through all these fraud cases. We know more about election laws and the best practices of elections and machines and all this stuff than most of anyone else of any generation. We've started to learn this. I think it's all obvious by now, though. No, you should not be connected to the Internet so that people can't hack in. Absolutely amazing. All right. Those are the two visuals. I'm going to scroll through my notes. I'm not going to share my screen because I don't want you guys to make fun of my bad spelling. Oh, here's another one. And we, this was interesting because we saw the same thing in Fulton County, Georgia. This is in Michigan. And we saw the same thing in Fulton County, Georgia testimony from sworn affidavits under the threat of perjury just happened to have the same thing happen in another state was that military ballots were coming in, not registered. Now, this part maybe not been in fulton county but this part specifically to michigan they were not registered and they were registering them as they were counting them which is a big red flag and all of them were votes for biden they did not see any this one person that was testifying did not see any ballots from the military that voted for trump now i don't know how familiar you are with politics but the military tech typically is pretty favorable to gop They're really favorable to Donald Trump. Probably like a 70-30 split is what most people think. So to count all of these ballots that weren't even registered, that's kind of a red flag as well. That they weren't even registered and that none of them, they didn't see one go to Donald Trump. The same thing that happened in Fulton County. Fulton County had a batch of absentee military ballots. They're not technically absentee ballots. They're whatever they are military bouts are a specific separate kind of thing not one of them went for trump in georgia either guys this is this is fraud right this is more than fraud because it's happening in multiple places it's not just like one group in one city and one precinct doing this there's multiple levels of fraud there's multiple levels of corruption in the systems who's getting the payoffs who is buying these machines for their states who's doing the updates and who is just recently given 400 million dollars to the holding company of Dominion the Chinese government in a SEC filing it came out today, or the day before, the day of recording this. That $400 million was paid by a company from Switzerland that is partly owned by the Communist Party, and other the other parts of the company are owned. The other percentage of the company is owned by Chinese companies, which really is all the Communist Chinese Party, or the Chinese Communist Party. I always get those mixed up. <laughs> why are our governors and secretaries of states using this system that has been used in venezuela was created to rig elections in venezuela why are these governors and secretaries of state allowing these machines to count our systems when they are manipulative they as we've seen they store votes as decimals not integers because they're waiting the they're designed to be able to wait the votes. And why did this company just get 400 million dollars from China? Guys, we are not fighting a battle against Democrats. This is not Republican versus Democrat. This is totalitarianism versus freedom. This is a communist coup funded by communists perpetrated by the democrat marxist progressive communist and they're trying to take over our country it's infected all of our systems it's infected all of our entities i don't know if you heard also yesterday the united states postal service had whistleblowers come out and say that they carried 380,000 pre-marked ballots across state lines, a felony. 380,000 ballots. We've seen post office boxes full of ballots carried in non-US, United States postal office mail, another felony. Even the postal system is corrupted. And I'm telling you guys, even Republicans are in on this. And I've heard a lot of accusations and I'm waiting for them to come out that the Georgia Governor, Secretary of State, the Republicans are in on this. CIA, it goes deep because liberalism corrupts everything. You just have to apply what we know about sin is a little leaven leavens the whole lump. And when corruption and greed penetrate the government, the government gets so big, it's bound to happen over hundreds of years. I argue 100 and something years, I think FDR started to kick this thing off before that. The government really wasn't big enough um, to have this level of corruption. There wasn't that much of centralized power back then. Uh, that's my theorem. Okay, so let's keep going. The ballots looked photo, those, okay, so more about the military ballots. The military ballots looked photocopied and looked in pristine order. Um, 8.9% of the 32,000 absentee ballots in Detroit were Ill- illegitimate because they didn't either. And they, they went through and canvassed. they or I don't know if canvass is the correct term, but they, they took these absentee ballots and they went and verified their address. They verified if they were live and all this stuff. in 8.9% in Detroit of the 32,000, there's more people, there's more absentee ballots because of the number of it. They're volunteers, 8.9% of the 32,000 absentee ballots were illegitimate. There was tons of intimidation and mob and thuggery going on. Uh, Military ballots, they were seeing them. One witness said they were in decorative stationery, which is, you know, what all the manly men do that are fighting overseas is they put decorative stationery. (laughs) Uh, But what was interesting was these were different people with the same decorative stationery, and they all had birthdays of 1-1-1900, which is a fill-in date. These people voting put a birth date of one 1900 And there's many other things, but you get the point. You can go re- listen and uh, watch it again. It's on different sites. But there's a few things that I noticed. Is One is the people that are prepared, the people that did their homework, were able to squash the Democrat panel who were trying to push back and question them and delegitimize their, their testimony. They were prepared. And that's something we need to remember as we fight is that being prepared will make you successful being prepared will make you successful the more you prepare for the interview the you know debate whatever it is the conflict the battle the more you are prepared the more successful you will be. And so you need to remember that. And another thing I noticed is they they were talking about how some people weren't able to be witnesses that day like they wanted to, they didn't get to testify like they wanted to, because they were only hearing specifically about one center in the Detroit area. But some people got in anyways, even though they were told no, because they were insistent. And that is a skill and a quality that a lot of us need to get really comfortable with is insisting on the truth, insisting on doing what is right, insisting on being heard. That is uncomfortable for a lot of people, but we're going to have to get really comfortable with that because those are the people that win. Those are the people that get their way. And so should so should we be those people. All right, we got a CNN investigation that we're going to hear when we get back. But first, we got to talk to you about Samaritan Ministries. How are you paying for your health care? As you're considering options, take a look at Samaritan Ministries, a community of Christians who help pay one another's medical bills, all without the use of insurance. A broken bone, cancer, pregnancy, medical emergency. As a Samaritan member, you have, to, you have control over your health care choices. Medical bills are sent to Samaritan Ministries. They help you get fair pricing and notify members who will pray for you and send you money to help pay your shareable medical bills. Healthcare sharing is biblical and affordable. Samaritan Ministries has three programs offering options that could fit your budget. Every month, members send their share amount directly to another member. A family, mem- uh, a family membership of two or more ranges from $155 to $600 a month, and a one-person membership can be as low as $75 a month. Visit Samar- samaritanministries.org/how-to-build-a-tent to see which sharing program is right for you. You can become a member any time of year, even today. That's samaritanministries.org/how-to-build-a-tent samaritanministries.org how to build a tent go check it out these people are amazing Um, it is a great product and service that they offer I highly recommend it samaritanministries.org how to build a tent CNN coming through again with the great journalism and I I've talked to a lot of people guys a lot of people who have been saying that? Oh, you're conspiracy theorists. Some um, uh, Smartmatic isn't involved with Venezuela. Smartmatic isn't involved in corruption. You don't know what you're talking about. So remember, these companies, Dominion, Smartmatic, they're integrated together. They're integrated. Smartmatic uses Dominion software. They're integrated together. And what happens? So for those of you who are not in IT, when there's integrations built between two software systems. It doesn't matter who writes with who and who's using whose software, but you can add in code to send other information to each other that you never see that isn't part of the user interface. So, the fact that there's an there's a fact that there's an integration from Dominion to Smartmatic. It doesn't matter like, oh, Dominion doesn't use Smartmatic software. There's an integration there. They work together. They have communication, their systems communicate, and that's the important part. But so let's, let's read and let's see. Um, let's, oh, I, how do you do this? I'm gonna remove it. Sorry, guys. All right, so this is from CNN, guys, doing the Smartmatic investigation that we've all been waiting for from these people. Another amnesty in the future. A firm owned by Venezuela, could be allowed to take over one of this country's top voting machine firms. Venezuela, of course, led by Hugo Chavez, working to uh, change uh, the, uh, the views of most uh, South American countries, moved to the left. Critics of the deal say our nation's very democracy is now for sale without anyone doing a thing about it. Kitty Pilgrim reports.
1: The use of some 19,000 electronic voting machines in the city of Chicago and Cook County primary on March 21st of this year is now under intense scrutiny. The U.S. company that makes the machines, Sequoia, was bought in 2005 by Smartmatic, a private company primarily owned by Venezuelan businessmen. When Chicago had problems with the machines, a dozen Venezuelan employees were there to help with the election. Chicago officials are outraged.
0: I think that American elections ought to be run by American companies and ought to be run by American citizens, not uh Venezuelan nationals.
1: Smartmatic is technically based in Boca Raton, Florida, but the president of the company, Jack Blaine, testified to the Chicago City Council Fewer than a dozen Smartmatic employees work in Florida. The majority of the workers are based in Venezuela. Watchdog groups question why U.S. voting machines would be under the control of citizens of another country, especially a country whose own election process is highly suspect.
0: We believe this is a national security issue. There
1: is no No, way that companies belonging to non-U.S. corporations
0: should have access to our elections.
1: The Treasury Department is supposed to monitor sales of US companies to overseas investors where there is a question of national security such as in the Dubai ports deal the so-called CFIUS review process. Some in Congress are demanding an investigation. In the case of uh, Smartmatic there are a number of unanswered questions. Uh, that's why I wrote to the Secretary of the Treasury and asked them to review the ownership. It's offshore, it's murky, no one seems to know who owns it. Uh, certainly our government should know. potential
0: I'll stop right there thank you CNN for doing the investigation that all other all other news networks calls us conspiracy theories about now if you may be asking yourself why why will they do this and I think this interview investigation took place in 2006 that's how long We've been using them in certain places. Why would they be able to do an interview CNN, have Democrat representatives, city councils, Congress wanting to get to the bottom of this in 2006, but in 2020, we're conspiracy nuts, we're conspiracy loons, And the reason is simple. And if you've been listening to the show, you know, we're in a war and they are using propaganda and gaslighting us to make us feel like we're crazy to make us feel like we are insane and that we shouldn't question we need to shut up we need to be discouraged but cnn would call cnn a conspiracy theorist from this if anyone came out with this investigation today cnn would call them conspiracy theorists and dismiss it what has changed? The truth hasn't changed. The agenda has changed. The agenda has changed. This should make you angry. Patriots, prepare and get ready. It is time to fight for our freedoms. Be calling your representatives, be making sure your governors that make sure that they are fighting for your freedom. Make sure that they know that you are watching, that you are no longer going to be complacent and lackadaisical. Make sure you are encouraging these other states' representatives, calling them and supporting them, sharing on social media, supporting the funds of Sydney Powell and Linwood. That's how we fight right now. And we need to be prepared. We need to have a month of food supply, medications, all of that good stuff. Be prepared be ready be engaged and let's get in this fight citizenship does not come for free it is not free it requires a price and often free citizenship requires blood and i hope that none of us listening to this will ever have to pay with their lives but a lot of people have and we need to be prepared for it we will talk to you tomorrow